Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Uh, we are back in the 60s again. It's black and white. Um, episode one of The Web of Fear. If you want to watch along, uh, you can grab it on BritBox. Um, it's also available on DVD or Blu-ray at the moment if you want to see the new animated episode. Plus, there's a whole bunch of special features. Um, otherwise, I think you can download it from, you know, your iTunes, whatever Apple TV is called this week. Um, Google Play, all of those. Probably You can probably rent it on YouTube. I don't know how. All these things work. Um, by the way, if you have any comments on any of the episodes we've done recently, Dalek Invasion of Earth, Mask of Andragora, Doctor's Daughter, you can do that on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or on Patreon. Um, anyway, the web of fear. We start with it's like it's all go at the start, like because the Doctor and Jamie and Victoria are being sucked out of the door of the TARDIS because um, it's continued from Enemy of the World, uh, <laughs> where Salamander has just been sucked out. Um, so they're struggling along the floor. The studio floor is filthy, by the way. I don't know why they didn't give it a quick mop before they started. Um, anyway, they're about to fall out of the TARDIS and Jamie lands onto the console and presses a button and uh, then... They're about to um, die, but the door's shut, so everything's fine. Um, so then the doctor shows Jamie he reckons he can control the TARDIS because they're like, oh, you never know where you're going in this thing. Uh, he's like, oh, I'll show you. Then we see a Yeti. Ah, it's not moving. Um, there's an old man looking at it. Uh, it's Professor Travers. Uh, his daughter has come to find him. He's quite old now. Um and uh, she's gotten a cable from him, apparently, saying that he's in trouble. And he's yelling at the curator of this museum that they're in, saying, you're a fool, the Yeti's a dangerous robot. And she's like, it doesn't have a control unit. You know, it's fine. And he goes, no, I reactivated the control unit, but it's disappeared. Um, 
Then the museum curator and Travis have this weird fight over who owns the Yeti because apparently he sold it to him and now he's like, oh, now it's worth something you want it back. And he's like, that's not it at all. I'll just buy for it. It, it just goes on for ages. It's quite dumb. Um, uh, Anne thinks her dad is going a bit silly. Like She's like, well, maybe you've just forgotten where you put the control unit. The music, by the way, for the whole of this is very spooky. Uh, and then we... Uh, hear a peeping noise and the sphere appears at the window. Uh, the museum owner goes around blowing out candles as Anne and, and Professor Travers leave um, uh, and the sphere bursts through the window and he's like, oh, that's Travers. I'm not frightened, but he's, he's clearly frightened. Uh, the Yeti ball is making the peeping noise and then the Yeti transforms into a new style Yeti, which has two big glowing eyes and then turns and attacks the museum creator. Uh, Meanwhile, the Doctor and Jamie are eating sandwiches and arguing about whether or not they've landed. Jamie says there's a blinking light on the TARDIS and the Doctor said, well, we're still in flight, clearly. Uh, So that light can't be on. You're making it up. And then Victoria comes out wearing a modern outfit. She's like, what do you think? And she notices the flashing light. And the TARDIS starts making a weird noise and the Doctor's like, no, maybe it is fine. Um, So the Doctor turns on the scanner. They're in space, suspended there. And then a web starts to envelop the TARDIS. Uh, And the Doctor's looking at the console. He goes, it all looks fine. And then the web starts to go on the scanner as well. And uh, then we just see the TARDIS hanging in space, covered in web for ages. Um, And then there's a soldier on the phone. And he says, the captain's with some guy from the TV. And we see a reporter talking to someone called Captain Knight. Uh, and he's just finishing an interview saying, oh, he's the best, best person I've ever worked under. I'm like, okay. Uh, and uh, then Travers is brought in, blustering. He wants to know why he's been brought there. Uh, and Knight says that his daughter asked for him. And Knight's like, well, this is a military matter. But Travers is like, you've got no idea what's going on. He's very pantomime uh, Everyone else is playing this quite straight. But he's like, blah, 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 blah. A bit like Harold from Neighbours. Um, uh, the smarmy reporter who's wearing a bow tie uh, and glasses, it's very 60s, uh, says, you know, only one reporter was allowed down here and my fellows challenges me to come down. He's from London Television, apparently. Um, he's called Chorley. Uh, he asks Travers how long he reckons it'll be until he solves the problem. It's like one week, three weeks. And Travers like the whole of London, maybe the whole even England could be completely wiped out. Uh, okay, that's not going to freak people out. Good on you. Um, the doctor, meanwhile, in the TARDIS is fiddling about with some box that he's made. Uh, he's on the floor and he's got a great big cable hanging out the back and a big handle on it. Um, and the he says, you know, the, that whatever's holding us has to let go sooner or later. And they see that the web is disappearing a bit from the scanner so the doctor's like oh quickly jamie plug this in uh and then he said warns them he goes whatever happens don't let go um and so there's this noise starts up and he goes oh that wasn't as bad as i thought it was and then the noise gets really loud and they all fly on the ground (laughs) um the scanner shows a tunnel and the doctor's like i've materialized like you know a, a bit away maybe a mile away from where i was originally going to go so hopefully this thing won't be able to find us um so they're in a tunnel they come out and they're near like a grill like a big gate across the tunnel they've got torches like battery operated torches they're not wandering around with fire um and they find some stairs so they go down them and they think they might be in a dungeon or some sort of prison because of the the metal grill across the tunnel uh and then 
Jamie says, oh, look at that. It looks like a trench. Um, it's a train line. Uh, and the doctor realizes they're in Covent Garden tube station. Um, and the doctor's like, well, isn't it funny how we keep landing on Earth? <laughs> isn't it funny how our budget can only stretch to us landing on Earth instead of other planets? Um, they reach the street level and they're exhausted from all the stairs. Like, tube stations are very far underground. Um, and they notice it's very quiet. Uh, there's another grill across where they could go out into the street. And Jamie spots an old man sitting by the grill and he taps him on the shoulder and he goes, hello. And then he falls over. He's dead and covered in cobwebs. Ooh, Victoria screams. Um, uh, same cobwebs that are on the TARDIS, I imagine. Uh, so they go back down to the platform um, and Jamie jumps onto the track and then there's screaming. The doctor starts yelling at him. He's like, don't touch the rail, don't touch the rail. Um, and the doctor leans down. He's got some little bit of equipment that he tests the rail and he goes, oh, you're fine. There's no power running through it. He's like, if you touched that rail, you would have been cooked alive, electrocuted. Um, so they head off down the, the tube tunnel because uh, there's no trains. Um, and the, the doctor's inspecting the tracks. He goes, the trains haven't been running for some time. Uh, then he finds a power cable and lights come on. So they quickly hide uh, off in the tunnel. And some soldiers come past. They're unspooling the cable. And the doctor tells Jamie and Victoria to follow the soldiers and he'll go and see where the cable goes. Um, the soldiers, one of them spooked. So they put their cable spools down. Because I thought I heard something. And then Victoria sees a cobweb and touches her and she screams. Um, the soldiers have heard that. So they go off to find them. And Jamie and Victoria is like, oh, Jamie's like, I hope the soldiers didn't hear us. They're whispering. Um, they start sneaking along. But of course, they're captured by the staff sergeant who was... <laughs> waiting for them in a tunnel hole. Um, the doctor follows the cable to Charing Cross station platform and he finds uh, boxes marked explosives and then hears the Yeti ball beeping uh, and then a Yeti appears on the platform. So the doctor hides underneath the train platform. Um, meanwhile, Captain Knight and the comms officer are wondering where someone is. Like, are they looking for the staff sergeant? I don't know. Uh, and then Anne Travers comes in. And she says she's got a blast recorder. Uh, Captain Knight's trying a little too hard to be helpful with it. Um, and then the reporter, Chorley, comes in to complain that Professor Travers is being obstructive and not giving him any information. Um, Anne says she can't help him because she's too busy. Um, then the doctor is hiding from the beeping, uh, the Yeti, when a second beeping starts. And now there's two Yeti. And they've got a gun that sprays... Ex web out of it onto the explosives, the box of explosives. They're covering it in webs. Um, Jamie and Victoria are brought into the station by the staff sergeant who orders another officer to take over for him and cable guys. Um, then Captain Knight comes in to ask Anne, what are you doing here in like a really, you know, what's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this sort of way? He is like creepy. Um, he's me doing the scientist. And she has the best clapback. She's like, well, when I was a little girl, I wanted to become a scientist. So I became a scientist. Oh, she is having none of this. <laughs> um, staff comes in and tells the captain about Jamie and Zoe. And Anne's like, are you sure there's only two? Because we're about to blow up a tunnel. Uh, and then staff brings Jamie and Zoe into a room with a dartboard. And he asks if they're alone. And Victoria goes to say something. She's like, yes, yes, we're alone. Uh, the doctor watches the Yeti wander away from their webby bombs. And then he climbs up from the floor. Um, staff asks one more time, Victoria and Jamie, uh, were you alone? And Knight comes in and says, oh, are we right to fire? And staff 
Ralph tells Jamie and Victoria after Captain Knight leaves, oh, they're about to blow up the tunnel and Victoria's like, oh, the doctor! Um, Captain Knight goes into the main room uh, and says, well, we can set the explosive. Um, and this guy starts flicking some buttons. The doctor is looking at the bomb when it lights up and he's thrown back and that's the end of the episode. Ooh, this, is, oh, this is quite awesome. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.